Hey, I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Jurek. Hey, I'm Matze. Hello, I'm Jan. Hi, I'm Boyan. And we're all Joker out. You're listening to the Building Bridges podcast. Yeah, yeah, think on. Bit is you're good to go welcome to building bridges i'm sebi i'm jan and i'm dave and this is a eurovision podcast for the rest of us so this week we had many national finals again we got so many new songs and so much news i don't even know how we're gonna fit that all in one episode again um how quickly can we make this, Dave? What do you think? I mean, you can call it speed news this week, but I don't think it's, you know, there's not a lot happening or a lot didn't really happen, like you said, other than all of those national finals. I mean, you can time me if you want, but I think I can comfortably talk about every non-national final related bit of news in less than two minutes. Yeah, okay, then I'll put you down for one minute and 30. Maybe that's a challenge then. Maybe. Let's go now. Five, four, three, two, one. Take it away. All right. In what continues to be a strange national final season, there's been some more viewing figure troubles up north. Melody Festival's second heat on Saturday was the least viewed heat since 2006, while in Denmark, Melody Grand Prix was the least watched show in over 30 years. In contrast, Sanremo had excellent figures again this year on Rai, 66% audience share on Saturday during the final. Uh, although they did announce, though, that for Eurovision, the semifinals will be returning to Rai 2. They had been on the main channel on Rai 1, of course, last year when they hosted. Uh, in Finland, uh, UMK released its running order. It's Robin Packland to open with Girls Like You, and the Portion Boys are going to close uh, with a very long Finnish song title, which translates to We Look at the Same Sky. Meanwhile, the bookie's favorite, Cha Cha Cha, is third in the running order of seven songs and currently is demolishing the competition with a 66% chance of winning. Uh, song release is coming. Unicorn for Israel by Noah Carell is going to come out on the 8th of March, while La Zara will perform her entry for France uh, this coming Sunday on the 19th of February. And in Greece, Victor Vernikos recorded his studio version recently of What They Say, which will be his entry. And he even got a visit from, visit from Cypriot participant Andrew Lambrou, who flew in from Australia, although we assume he's there to do other things and just meet Victor. Oh my god, wow. that was perfect timing. <laughs> that was 90 seconds straight away. Wow. <laughs> I swear to god I didn't tell him that I would give him an extra challenge. That was spontaneous. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh my god. Well, I should have, speed I have a new is career, your... I guess. Yes. Speed news. Yeah. Where is Canada? All Canadian TV stations, please hire him. Please listen to us. Um, yes, I would love a new job. I mean, I love my job. Yes, but speaking of jobs, uh, Jan had a job to do lately. Uh, Jan, you met Joker out because they released their song Carpe Diem two weeks ago. It seems to be doing really, really well. I've seen a lot of reviews and a lot of those top videos on YouTube having it in their top five. If not, some of them, their very first, their favorite out of the 15 songs so far. You met the boys. How was it? 
you know, if if I just start maybe with this uh, kind of uh, Slovenia doing well in in the contest, it's quite an unusual thing for us to do, and it's still new, you know, for all of us, because we are sort of used to be, you know, somewhere in between or right down at the bottom. Um, and and yes, I think like our television this year, they they decided to go all in with the best that they could, you know, have. Uh, Joker out are pretty much the the most popular music act we have right now um they're having their own ambitions to to um explore their own uh, fandom all over the balkans as well they they released some some songs in serbian on their um latest album as well but like speaking of uh, joker out themselves going to eurovision i had the uh, chance to meet them a few days after they um presented the song uh, in Messia Liverpool TV special. And here's how we had a little chit chat in their own place where they practice. So, the fifth song of this year's Eurovision Song Contest is finally out. So, do you feel any relief after sending it out to all the brand new international audience? Well, we must admit that the few last hours before the show went out were quite a bit stressful for us uh, we felt some anxiety there but as the show started it all just kind of went easy on us and we felt a great deal of relief you said and you mentioned that you are going to some eurovision pre-parties across the europe do you already i mean are you able to tell us already to which cities where we can see you around your of course so in the end of march and beginning of april we'll be touring around europe on in four different uh cities it, it's going to be barcelona warsaw um, madrid and amsterdam and what's let's say your final uh preparation before you go to liverpool so what is um, what are you actually still preparing before heading to the eurovision stage well as of today we're going to start making preparations for the final version of the show so we have to figure that out we're kind of gonna go hardcore on it work starts today and we have a lot of preparations to do we also have to practice our live version of the song uh, as in the last months we weren't able to uh, because we were quite focused on the studio versions of them and yeah that's i think pretty much it because we're not gonna have a lot of time thank you so much guys i wish you all the best and uh, all best of luck in liverpool thank you thanks, thanks. thanks and they seem so likable what was it like meeting them talking to them yeah they're so down on earth. I think it's uh, the the best thing about them is that they really are um no they they're, they're like professionals themselves. They know what they're doing. They they know what kind of audience they have. Um and and it's also an important thing to say is like in the last um last year, I think in the last few months of 2022, they announced they're having this big concert in um, the biggest arena we have in, in Ljubljana, I mean, in Slovenia, obviously, it's Arena Storice. Uh, fun fact, it's in case if Eurovision will ever get here, I think I will have the best possible location ever because I, I think I live like five minutes by walk from there. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, um, but speaking of, uh, they, they, their concert is sold out already, I think, like for a month now, and they opened an additional um part of the the tickets for the show uh and and yes they were so down on earth they are pretty much ready we to as as we listened seconds before they're pretty much ready to go on tour in europe in the time of the pre-parties for eurovision 
and um, uh, they also said that um, we are keeping the song the song in Slovenian, but um, it's probably some of the versions still coming up. Probably also because they're a little bit ambitious to do um, some international market as well, which is great and amazing. And maybe just a final few words about um, Slovenia's results in the Eurovision. It's great to see that we are somehow, you know, back on the Eurovision map. Nobody is putting hopes too high, but just having an act like them feels a little bit safe, you know, going to all that Eurovision journey. So, um Speaking of that, I really wish them the best of luck and um, the rest we will see in May what will happen. Yeah, I really like it when countries send their most popular act because I feel like that's something that actually represents the country and their current music scene. And yeah, I don't even I... think that that even happened in, in the past for us. Yeah, um, there was there were like always some acts, you know, who want some shows and they somehow get their own ticket to national selection and they won that was the case especially in the 2000s but it was i i don't think there was ever such hype as it is with with the joker out as we speak right now but they're not the only one of course we've had a lot of national finals happening now and we're currently having 15 songs already and this happened so fast yes. overnight literally um, who shall we start with? Dave, what do you think? Well, uh, Marco Mangoni won San Remo, as we know, with 45% of the combined votes uh, on Saturday. That was the last show to finish, so it makes sense to start with it, I guess. Uh, and Sebi and I had uh, some time on Sunday to talk about uh, what we thought of, well, all of San Remo. But of course, Jan, you were busy because you're so popular, so we didn't hear what you thought. What did you think of Marco, or did you see any of San Remo? Well, uh, I have to be honest, this year I was um, kind of skipping San Remo as the whole thing, even with all due respect to that, I can barely stand five hours, five times a day <laughs> watching the show. <laughs> but, I mean, nonetheless, it's still, you know, the main reason why we have this podcast. You know, San Remo really deserved an episode themselves. Sanremo was also um, inspiration for Eurovision, you know, and it's it, it, it's a great thing. And seeing Marco being back on the Eurovision stage after ten years with with this brilliant it, song, which is just amazing. Um, I will see. I I would honestly hope that they will somehow manage not to change the song completely and maybe just cut those. 45 seconds you know going <laughs> yeah. over the three minutes but we will see I'm, I'm i'm sure marco is a great performer he proved that uh, back in sweden and throughout his whole career and i'm i'm sure that even that if he will eventually change the song i'm sure they will make some right right <laughs> decision to do so uh yeah yeah okay all right, so let's keep going. Let's look at uh, Romania. We've got a lot of shows to talk about. So Seletia Nazionala had 12 acts vying for the Romanian ticket for Liverpool this year. Sebi, I think one of your favorite statues uh, came third in the end. And the absolutely bonkers uh, Andrea with Folklore Orchestra came runner-up. And kind of out of nowhere, Theodore Andre won the show with the song DGT. 
and uh, he said it's going to stay in a mix of Romanian and English for Eurovision. Uh, I've seen it a few times now. Did either of you understand like what the hell was going on on that stage? Because I am genuinely baffled. So first of all, I gotta say, uh, I actually picked Theodore and Digiti as my favorite last week in Romania. Um, and that's why I wasn't really surprised about the result, um, because I saw, you know, the uh, first live versions that they had in the studio without the audience, and he was clearly the best one there vocally, and he had a really cool styling. Yes, I don't know what happened in the national final because they had that weird strip club staging and he was wearing that weird outfit with those striped pants. Um, yeah, they definitely need to change that for Liverpool. I think they should just go back to what they had before, which was much cooler. But yeah, I like it. It's He has one of the best voices so far in the competition. It's a little bit rocky. It's really good to Romanian again. It's not my favorite song so far, but it's definitely a good entry, I think. I would say that um, I always celebrate the diversity, especially in the music tastes. Oh my God. Okay. So, but um, nonetheless, I have to say it's um, it's it's not my, my cup of tea anyway, uh, even though I wish him best of luck and bring him, you know, wishing him uh, bringing the best possible result for Romania. I have to say I was really cheering up um, for Andrea de Folklore Orchestra because I really, you know, felt this kind of Moldova 2022 vibes again and I really loved that. And it was, you know, so so ethno, it was so, so um, how would I say, organic. But um, yes, um, I, I hope that they will... Um, try to see what they can do with a song if they're satisfied the, the tvr with it then you know good for them so moving across europe to denmark so just eight songs took part in dansk melody grand prix on saturday they did an initial televote and then they picked uh, their top three to go to a super final and mickey scales glance bilada came third Nicolas Zona's Freedom was the runner-up, and Riley's Breaking My Heart was declared the winner with 43% of the combined jury and televote scores. And, of course, Jan, that was your favorite last week. So now Riley becomes the first representative from Denmark, who actually was born and raised in the Faroe Islands, to go on and compete at Eurovision. So what did you guys think of this bubbly pop song? I personally love it because it i mean from from the amount of selection we have and from the choices we could choose you know it was for me uh, it was a first song to listen and it was pretty much the best one of the whole selection and and i love that it had this um kind of you know again some radio friendly vibe we're not again sure how this works the eurovision but you know i i wouldn't skip on it on the radio and i enjoyed it um, there was some drama about his age, if I'm not wrong, right? There yes, was some, yes. some speculations <laughs> of him being uh, 20. Oh, he looks 10. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, um, he, they said he was 20, but he's actually 25. 25. Yes. Yeah. If you still, yes, if you still Google it, if you put Riley in, in Google, it will Google will tell you he's 20. But oh, I actually checked. If you go to Danish Wikipedia, it said born in 1997. But in like when I checked in German and English Wikipedia, it was still born in 2002. Oh, <laughs> oh <well. laughs> I hope 
that they do as much as possible. And I wish to Denmark that they try to <laughs> choose wisely for the 2024. Maybe they should start working. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Ouch. No, no, no. I'm just no, saying, no, no, no. It's, it's all good. Just try and see what you Try want. better try next better. time, yeah. in other words. No, I thought... Um, I followed like the live show a little bit and like all the other songs that I had on my list, they just felt completely flat live. And I completely understand why they went for this entry in the end. And I think it's solid and I could actually see making it through. I'm not sure yet. I mean, of course, it's always we have to wait for everything, for all the other songs, running order, live performances. But it definitely has potential. I wouldn't... uh, call it a sure non-qualifier i think no definitely not yeah it's just like i mean i can see him easily qualifying because he you know he can do stuff vocally and i'm sure he will deliver in liverpool as well um it's just i have a feeling that this song is you know somewhere it's not a standout it's you know but I mean, it depends how the whole thing will end up on the stage itself. Yeah, but I'm curious where this is going. So am I. Dave? It's it's just a very safe song. Uh, As always. Like you said, it probably, won't, it probably won't end at the very bottom, but this isn't a winner either. So, yeah, I'll just go with safe. And uh, as I look at the blizzard outside my window, let's go somewhere a bit warmer, a bit further south to Jan's neighbor. Let's go down to Croatia Croatia. because Dora 2023 happened on the weekend as well. And Jan, I'm definitely going to need your help with this because there were uh, 18 songs competing. So it was the biggest show on uh, Saturday, discounting uh, Sun Rainbow, obviously, which is in a league of its own. Uh, 2020's winner, Demir Kedjo, finished far back. He was my hopeful, but he finished in fifth place. So let three one with the song Mama. Now, of course, an English person would say SC, but it's not because there's little accents. So do you want to it's say it? Mama Ch. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but uh, yes, it's 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 still something. I I don't recall when was the last time that um, Croatian national selection was so. Um, I would say um, had so much reactions after the competition itself in 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 slovenia because we usually you know it's like in every single country you go if you go to this you know media who doesn't really cover eurovision they go and they mention oh we have a representative they're going to liverpool in that case and that's on and now for very few days after the national selection let three are the topic pretty much everywhere here as well because i mean they somehow divided the audience to the ones who adore the song and who embraced it completely and to the ones who are still shocked even though let three are known they're they're pretty much established group they're going back to 87 and they're known for you know <laughs> such kind of performances and for the fans of let three dora's performance isn't really a surprise because this is what they do all the time uh i honestly enjoyed it because it was so different it's so how would i say it's it's so out of the box you know at some point you have a feeling that you're listening to bohemian rhapsody especially in the part before the bridge because it's so messy it, it it's so messed up it's so messed up but yet again it's it's so completely well done 
just provocative enough, you know, with those little details, if you see uh, throughout the national performance. I don't want to make this episode explicit. However, um, no, I think they really are bringing Croatia back to the Eurovision map. I'm not sure how it will all do um, in Liverpool um, because it's still, you know, it's all the possibilities or Europe can embrace it fully at some point eventually and Australia and Canada, obviously. Uh, it's just that, um, the, I mean, sometimes I do understand, I mean, I do understand and speak Croatian, Serbian, and pretty much all of these languages, at least from my point of view. But, um, at some point I had issues understanding, um, the context there's the background message as well, but, um, we will see, I'm, I'm really cu curious what they will do, but there will be obviously a lot of prov provocations on, on the Eurovision state itself. I'm pretty much sure about it. Well, I'm glad you provided some context because I was going to ask you, because I mean, this was a, it wasn't a small victory. It was a huge one. Like, uh, let three got 279 points and runners up harmonia dissonance only got 155. Yes. So that's huge, yes. right? Almost double. Um, so, again, I watched this a few times, and as, I guess, your average non-Croatian-speaking viewer, uh, my worry is that this might get written off as kind of a joke act just because of the staging. And, of course, we don't know if they'll take that to Liverpool with them. But, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there between, like, those mm -hmm. weird Speedos and the fake mustaches. Oh. And then this sparkler shooting missiles that come out on stage, like the... There's a lot going on. Apparently, head of delegation of Croatia said in one of the interviews, I believe it was Utrani.hr uh, magazine, they said that they will probably, um, how would I say, they will probably polish this performance a little bit to go, <laughs> bring the performance oh, all the way to the viewers. But how will they do that? I'm 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 not sure yet. So, <laughs> well, Sebi, what do you think? Because this was your pick before the show. They won. You must be thrilled. They had to win. It was obvious to me. Um, and I really think I'm very confident that we will see Croatia back in the final for the first time since 2017 because it's 100% televoting this year. And they're so well known across all the Balkan countries. And weird stuff always gets televoted. It doesn't always get to the finals, but it was... <laughs> 95% of the time because of the juries. I think we will definitely see them in the final. And I think not just because it's weird, it surely is, <laughs> like no doubt about that, but it's just a good song as well. I had no idea what this entire package was, what the band was about, and I just enjoyed the song the most as well out of all the Dora participants. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like in the winning performance, I don't know if you saw how camera fall down during the during the filming. The, oh yeah, the, the, it was a know, mess. It was <laughs> such a mess, and also Dora itself. I would just uh, maybe there's a word or two if I'm, I might say about it. Dora in the previous years offered so many classics, including Eurovision classics, and you know the other ones who are still like getting its airplay uh, airplay across the across the country but i'm having this strong feeling that this competition was pretty much between three or four acts um 
mainly we all knew that led three have the biggest chances but again the the the, the offer of the national final wasn't so strong this year and i really hope that they will try to deliver um in the upcoming years and also not trying to making as long as possible also during during the dora we could see this what was 20 minutes long performance of tony satinski he represented croatia in 94 was it 94 mm. yeah yeah um, and we could also see while he was performing his Eurovision entry, you could see his performance on the background. So it was also a little bit of nostalgia and stuff. So, I mean, it's all about how you bring the country back on the map. And I'm I'm really curious how Letri will do in UK. All right. Well, I'm still absolutely freezing. So let's stay in the Mediterranean and let's hop over to Malta. We'll build a bridge there now. Um, and look at their seemingly never-ending process that went on with all these quarterfinals that didn't eliminate anybody, and then, oh, there's a semifinal, and in the end, Brooke was supposed to win everything, and she finished fifth. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had Matt Black win the jury vote, but came third overall, and the winner ended up being the busker with this uh, interesting track, Dance, Our Own Party, and uh, they've admitted they'll make some small changes before it goes to Liverpool. But basically what we saw on stage Saturday will, I mean, that's it. Good. So are we happy? We're good? Sammy? I mean, I, we didn't even discuss Malta because I didn't know what to say. I didn't have a favorite or anything. Um, I mean, this is definitely... Because it was a mess. Yes. This is, I mean, this is definitely a solid choice and uh, it's a nice entry. I do think it will struggle in Liverpool. First of all, Malta always struggles with the televoting and they will need televotes this year to even get to the final. And then, I don't know what you guys think, but it reminded me a lot of Lake Malawi from Czech Republic 2019. And it was, if you remember, that was really, really popular with the juries. Uh, I think top 10 in the final even. And then they got like seven points with the televoting. And I think... Even if Malta could somehow squeeze through, they would have a similar fate in the final. But I'm not even sure if we will see them there. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, this is this is televote friendly for sure. Uh, especially if they so? keep those graphics on screen. More so than more so than jury. I didn't I didn't get any like Malawi vibes from it, but like it, it they're they're clearly telling a story, and the graphics they're using on 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 the on the screen and in the background help with that. I think especially the younger viewers might like this televote. But like you said, if it squeaks through to the final, I can see the jury is absolutely killing it. Really? I think it's the other way around entirely. Malton always okay. does well with the jury. Jan can break the tie now. <laughs> no, but I think it's, it's as you said again, it was a safe choice. It wasn't my favorite, though. I think one of my favorites already got eliminated weeks before the final. And the ones who stated, I think it was... Um, again ended fifth so you know i think it's one of the songs which is you know just somewhere in between and you can't really predict what will happen uh, not because not because of the you know uh how the reactions from the viewers will be but just because it's it's there the song is there it can qualify of course it can be non-qualifier obviously you know chances are here 50 50 for me so that's, you know, and in, in case if they're just changing this little parts of it, 
but yet again, it's not fair to to say oh qualifier or non qualifier. We now have what fifteen yeah, songs. Yeah. We gotta wait. <laughs> um, so we really need to wait a little yes. bit before we go and judge who is going through and not. And uh, then we had a Baltic sweep. We had all three Baltic countries have their shows on Saturday. Two of them were finals. Uh, let's start with Estonia. So Estilal finished on Saturday. There were 12 acts there. And, of course, Alika won with a lovely song title, Bridges. Mm-hmm. No bias there no. at all. So she fought off Ollie's Venom and uh, Bedwetter's Monsters in the Superfinal, who I, I guess w- weren't shocking because they were also favorites. Uh, there were a lot of strong songs in Estonia this year. Are you guys happy with Alika taking the win? I have to say that I'm 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 glad that I saw my favorite to one uh, the the Estilau um, favorite when it comes to the act which has like the biggest chances to win the whole thing. Yes, I think by my heart I was down all the way to eleventh place. I think, or was it even worse with Elisa and a bad philosophy? It's still like you know, <laughs> I'm still listening. They did that combined voting with you know jury and televote each give twelve, ten, eight, and I think she had one point in total. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, <laughs> so injustice. But yet again, you know, um, I think it's it's uh, she she's singing it well. I just have this feeling that. You know, these kind of songs which they go, you know, nowhere for quite a while. Mm. But again, I'm not music expert. I'm just, you know, saying what 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 I feel about a song as well. It's not a bad song at all. It just... Yeah, yeah. But most of the people watching and voting in the semifinals aren't music yes, experts exactly. either. And if, exactly. if, they've, if, they've, if they've gotten bored and tuned out before they get to the uplifting part of the yes. end well then that's yes and i think that's the problem with bridges because like alika sings really well and it's also a good song but it like it takes the final chorus is great but it takes like two and a half minutes to get there until it really blows up and i have to say i never really got the hype about alika it's nice it's like everything about it is good in itself but i just don't feel it at all I'm really sorry about that. I wish her all the best for <laughs> Liverpool, but I it's definitely not going to be one of my favorites this year. And I think Dave, you have a similar opinion? Yeah, I, I was I I didn't get it either. I think she was my last or second last place when I ranked them. So Yeah. I mean, when it came to the last 3, I think I was kind of hoping for Ollie uh, to go through just because Bedwetters seemed like I think I said before like a dollar store version of uh uh, Lordy, so wasn't, yes. uh, wasn't looking forward to seeing them go to Liverpool. But then also, you know, they had two rock songs versus one ballad in the Super Final, so of course Alika stood out the most, and of course she might have had the best voice and everything, and I completely understand why they chose her. I just don't feel it. But yeah, maybe we feel the next song. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Well, for sure, because you picked this one to be your winner. Um, again, it was my last place, so of course it won. Uh, Supernova, yeah, uh, just south of Estonia in Latvia happened, and uh, I sound like a broken record because we had another final on Saturday. Uh, so Sudden Lights won with Aya, and that one won both the jury and the Latvian Televote. And I, I'm not even going to talk about this one because I can't listen to it. It puts me to sleep. I can't stand it. So Sebi, take it away. I really have to apologize to Latvia because, like, I think last week I said I 
didn't have any favorite and I just picked this one out of because I had to pick something. Um, I <laughs> completely disagree with that. Now I listened to the song afterwards and I absolutely love it now. I think it's beautiful. It puts me in such a good, like it's like kind of a sad mood, but also hopeful somewhere. I, it has been a long night, you know, Saturday, many shows at once, many yeah. stuff I had to process. And then I went out, I took a walk in the very cold, dark streets. And then I listened to this song and it was probably the best moment of that night, despite watching all the national finals. It's such a beautiful song. I really hope that they can somehow elevate their live performance and that they will actually squeeze through to the final this year. I think they have all the chances. It's the smallest semifinals we've had. Um, and even if not, this is definitely a song that I will keep listening to. It's I really like it. And I apologize again to Aya for <laughs> saying that they weren't great. They are really high up in my list now. I would say that um, Latvia's selection of songs for me wasn't really the strongest one this year. Um, and I'm somehow not surprised with Southern Lights being selected. Um, maybe I still need to take some time to, to go to listen to the song. It has a potential to be a grower, you know. Um, and maybe later on I could have, you know, stronger opinion over that if I enjoy it or if it's a skipper on the radio. <laughs> I like that, a skipper. Uh, skipper skipper here means something very different. <laughs> I know, I, I use the word for opportunity anyway. No, it's good, I like it. <laughs> and I think that's it for Super Saturday, right? My good. Well, yes and no, because th those are the eight uh, new songs that we have. But of course, other countries had heats or semifinals. And there were two of them. Uh, Lithuania is probably being the most important of the two because uh, their final semifinal was Saturday, which means that this coming Saturday, we have the grand final of Pabandom Ij Naujo. So that's going to have 10 songs. We just have five more go through on Saturday. Uh, the running order is out. Do What You Do uh, by Mario Yunus is going to open the show, while Yusta uh, and her song Need More Fun is going to close the show. So any standouts for Lithuania for either of you? I think uh, it was, first of all, a pretty good level. Um, I think comparing to Baltics, I think Lithuania is currently like in the middle. I think Latvia had maybe the weakest selection and Estonia hugely is the strongest. And I think Lithuania is on a really good way. I think last year they had a slightly stronger field of finalists like Monica, of course, but also uh, Call Me From The Cold and then Lolita Zero with Not Your Mama. And then, of course, the iconic Queens of Roses with Washing Machine. <laughs> oh, my heart. <laughs> yes. And this year there was not the one standout to me. But there's one song that I know is probably not going to win. I don't know how she finished like in the semifinals, but she definitely wasn't the front runner. But my favorite is uh, Paulina with Let Me Think About Me, 
which is a very unusual choice for me because I'm not into pop songs that much. But she has this part in the final chorus where she sings like sort of high up and then the beat comes again. And this part always gives me chills. I don't know why. I think it's that one note she hits. Uh, but yeah, that really touches me. And I think this is a song that I will add to my playlist regardless of what's going to happen. But, you know, of course, uh, Ruta Moore has uh, good chances and Beatrice as well. Um, we'll see. I'm very excited who they're going to pick. Well, the thing is, I got... I mean, it's it's madness and I love it. It's definitely like a movie because it's like... I mean, what a vibe. It's like, I, I, I really loved it. It was pretty much like... I don't know, Kristen Stewart meets Hannah Montana meets Avril Levin, you know? And it's somehow this what? whole <laughs> mess on the stage. And I, don't know and which one I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was just like, you know, going back in time for like 15 years ago. So this Can is... you say which one? <laughs> oh, no, like I know what he's talking about Like a movie in Beatrice. I know what he's talking about. Oh, my. Beatrice. Yeah. Movie. Loved it. Yeah. Dave? <laughs> <laughs> How do I follow that? Um, yeah, I didn't. I I haven't had time. To, again, we have way too many shows. I saw little bits and pieces of uh, the semifinal this week, and again, there was last weekend was busy as well, so I saw bits and pieces. Um, just because I have to, I think the one that I liked the best, again, mostly because of the performance, was Usta. Do what you do. Oh yeah. Just for the just. Because they're they're dressed up almost like uh, Carmen San Diego with the trench coat. Yeah, and that was gonna be that was gonna be my second choice. <laughs> that was really good as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> so and may, and maybe I've missed some, but I think of, of what I've seen, that will be my choice. I don't think she's gonna win. No. But uh, it's it. I think um, should it win and go on it with, with some adjustments, this could be a nice little bop for, yes. for the summer. Well, let's take a look real quick. The odds say the following. Uh, they're still relatively new, but... Um, oh, no. Yeah. Dave Yuste is in ninth place out of ten. With, of course, because I like it. So it's at the with a 1% winning chance. And then my favorite, Paulina, is in eighth place with a 2% winning chance. <laughs> Um, we have two big favorites. The second place is Ruta Moore with Solo with a 22% winning chance. And somehow way ahead is with a 53% winning chance, Beatrice with Like yeah. a Movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I fear for... <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. All those Lithuanian Hannah Montana Oh my fans? God. I mean, I grew ropes? up with Hannah Montana. I grew up with Disney. And this is, you know... With, with music of Avril Lavigne as well. So this is... Maybe Jan will finally have a favorite in no, Eurovision. A lot of things yeah. already. Yeah. Yes. We, we, can't, we can't end the show. We haven't really talked about Sweden yet. So just really quickly. Because so, we're in the middle of everything. I know you went. You went. You got to see the first. I seat. went to the first you seat. Told us what you thought? I am glad that yeah. I went to the first seat. I will say this. Um, yes. So I will read my prepared statement on Sweden, and then if you wish to comment, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. How's that? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so he's so thrilled. So uh, of course we have to mention Melodi Festivalen because it's incredible. Usually, 
Although, like I said earlier, their numbers are in the toilet. But uh, anyway, so this week, Ukrainian newcomer Maria Sur and uh, Justice to Panetos, who finally, finally are going right to the final. So excited for them. Uh, Teos and newcomers Tennessee Tears are off to the semi. And the big shock, of course, this week was Victoria finishing fifth and getting eliminated. So, I, I mean, I think there's a lot to unpack there. I don't know about you, but just, just the fact that, you know, Victoria, who's gone three times before and three times went right to the final, is now done. It wasn't a shock to me at all. Um, and I didn't understand it at all. Like, Victoria is so well-remembered for all of her free Eurovision, uh, not Eurovision, but her free Melody Festival appearances are amazing, iconic. Um she had uh, Save Me with, you know, the hologram on herself and she was yeah. literally burning on fire. Then she had As I Lay Me Down where she would, like, literally was laying down in a bed and then she had Not With Me. On an LED bed. Yeah, yeah Not With so Me cool. where she was showered in rain. You know, all of those are amazing. And then she comes back for nothing. Why come back with such a song? Like, it was so basic, so unoriginal and uh, it ended up where... It should have. I mean, it was well performed, of course, and I was glad to see her back. But why return with that song? Why ruin your reputation? So that really bothered me. And then it's just a really low quality this year so far when it comes to Melody Festival. And, um, so you think the ratings are justified? Sadly, yes. I totally get it. If I were just a casual well, Swedish Eurovision fan and, you know, saw this, maybe heard the snippets, saw the lineup, maybe saw the first heat even where they had, you know, technical problems and disappointing songs, I would probably not tune in anymore either. I mean, we are probably anyway all waiting for Loreen and that's it. <laughs> yes. But even even in other years when there's there have been very big names, like it's, it's not like you put that one last and then you're waiting through three weeks of crap to get there. Yeah, and honestly... This is this is highly unusual. Yeah, right? at this point, I'm kind of worried that they are... that Tattoo is also a disappointment. Yeah. What are we going to do then? Yeah, what's well, yeah. like next week? Next week for Heat 3, I guess the big names would be Paul Ray, yeah. who can be very hit and miss, and newcomers Marcus and Martinus, who are really famous oh, from Norway, yeah. who are taking a crack at Melfest. But this could be a silly little pop bop yeah. that, you know, gets forgotten as well. Yes. Or is very basic and very forgettable. So there's the risk of that. And then we go three weeks with nothing. It's all on Lorraine's shoulders. And like you said, what happens if that's uh, that's not the, the song? that? And the other issue, because because we're waiting for it, we're expecting this, like, Euphoria 2.0. What if it's not? I will say and this, though. If- I think if statements had a, had participated this year, it would have definitely gone through directly and probably oh, even yes. won. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think that Loreen went back into the game just because she felt that she has the right song and she wouldn't just go there up there promoting, you know? And maybe that's the whole thing. But we will yeah. see. Um, about that yes hopefully yeah. svt didn't have their 27 songs and then go knock them knock on the yeah. door please <laughs> save us please we need one good you song you never know
Well, maybe uh, should we wrap this up really quickly? I mean, we have 15 songs so far. Should we really quickly just talk about our favorites? Like maybe a top three or something or top two or just our winners so far. I think it's a big enough lineup to make a small ranking. I mean, I can come up with three off the top of my head, I think. Yes. I can go first if you have to think about it. Um, well, it's your idea. So... so. <laughs> As an apology as well, but also just for that really magic three minutes for that really great night. I've put Latvia in my third place so far. Um, I really hope they will um, elevate it somehow. Um, my second place so far would probably be Czech Republic. Uh, I was disappointed with their national final performance but that studio version oh my effing god like that hits me so much uh and they can make a huge staging out of that in liverpool and my first place is italy marco jan i would go with i mean as you said it's there's 15 songs there's um a lot more to come and uh, so far i would say that um I will also go. One of the top three songs for me is also Czechia with Vesna and My Sister's Crown. My Sister's Crown. <laughs> um, obviously, there's Marco Mengoni again with Due Vite with this amazing Italian canzona, which goes directly to your heart. And since I don't have this very own syndrome, as in, you know, we participate, we are the best, we have the best song, la la la. Um, I think that might change this year. And as for now, I would definitely put Joker out in this top three as for now. Uh, maybe because it's also one of the probably most played Slovenian Eurovision songs for me at the time between the song is selected and before they hit the Eurovision stage for me. And this is so Italy, Czechia and Slovenia for me. Hmm. See, I want Eurovision to have fun. You know, the week has been awful. Put Eurovision on to relax, to unwind. I don't want emotion. I've had enough of that all week. I don't want your sad breakup story. None of that crap. And if you want to write a song about a breakup, make it fun. Make it dancey. So my third place now, I think, would be Belgium. I know you're going to laugh. But I, I listened to that at the gym. I think it's great. Um, Joker out number two for me. Really, really, really hope they get to the final and do really well. I want them left side of the board for Slovenia because it's well deserved. And um, number one, just just for I mean, the performance and the vocals. Not so much about the meaning of the song, but I think again, Marco Mengoni, Italy, right now has to be number one. And I don't know why they're not higher in, in the betting odds right now with what we have available, but. Uh, I can see Marco getting near to what he did 10 years ago. I think he's going to be mid-left side of the board when all is said. Because that song is not emotion. What you just said, you didn't yeah, want that's, to. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't, I don't care about the emotion of it. I like the singing. I like the, the song. It's, it sounds pleasant. You can sing along to it. You can, I don't know. It's just, it's Italy. There's that too. If they would send a song like, I don't know, The Sound of Washing Machine, we would be, go Italy, right? Yeah. Right, if if they if Queen, what are they called? Queens of washing machines. I don't know whoever they were last year. Roses, Queens, Queens of Roses. Of roses yeah. Yes, if they had entered San Remo, uh, yeah, definitely. 
all the way. So it's time for the game. Yay! <laughs> Let's <laughs> so go. Obviously, I had a, I had uh, you know an honor to to select this very Eurovision song for you guys to guess. Uh, three hints throughout the whole game. We we will make it very quickly. And um, the rules are, are staying the same. And let's see if you can get through it. So, hint number one. The song is performed by... This is, It's a really good one. By a Eurovision supergroup. Supergroup? That's super not group. a hint. ABBA. No, no, no. Oh, no. What is a supergroup? Like the definition <laughs> of supergroup in Eurovision is that they are, you know... They put them together for Eurovision project. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. so so it's a good one um, because we didn't have a lot of them throughout the years. So specifically made for is it Hurricane? Oh, crap! What were they called? No, Hurricane had a career before, and no, I know the country and the year. I just don't know. And the say it. Group or the song. Say type. the country. Switzerland, two thousand six. Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> how is that even possible? Oh my god! Like the, I mean, how, Dave? Yes, it is Switzerland, two thousand yeah. six, and yeah. six for one. And if we all yes, gave if we all gave a little, little. Because why not? Because it's got the guy from um, Alcazar. from Alcazar mm, and yes, Andreas something. Yeah. Oh my god! Good. Congratulations. So that's when three you points put, for when Dave. You put together. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first time anyone got three points. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I, I believe you're currently in the lead, Dave. I don't know what the statistics are right now, but like... It's three, two, two. Okay. Okay, so that's it. We well, did. Yeah, but what were you going to say? What were the other two, quickly? What were well, the other I wanted, to, we say, I wanted to say they ended up 16th in its final. Okay, that wouldn't have helped me. And... <laughs> The last one would it be that each of the members are from different countries. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so. Yeah, kind of. We would have Pretty gotten much, it anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so, I yeah, think that was it. it. Yeah. Yes. Um, follow us on Instagram. We're building underline bridges underline podcast. Uh, text us, leave a review if you're listening on any platform. We can leave a review and maybe a positive review. We would really like that. <laughs> And oh. yeah, I think that was it for this week. And thank you so much for listening. Ciao. Ciao. See you next week. Bye. Adios.